0: This is E.G. Marshall. In probably his greatest sonnet, the English poet William Wordsworth wrote The world is too much with us. Late and soon, getting and spending, we lay waste our powers. We have given away our hearts, a sordid boon. This story is confirmation of that thought and statement. Our mystery drama. A Two-Bit Fortune was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Paul Hecht. It is sponsored in part by Signoff, the Sinus Medicines, and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The following is a test. Please answer all questions truthfully.
1: Question One. Which of these do you like most? Rowboat, Dentist, opaly suzu? Question two, if you and three friends wanted to take a nice trip, would you take turns carrying each other, take turns throwing each other, or buy an Opel Isuzu? Question three,
2: given a choice, would you attend a lecture on good posture, hurt your foot, or buy an Opel Isuzu? If you
0: answered Opel Isuzu to all three, see your Buick Opel dealer and take a test drive. Otherwise, see someone else.
3: A unique residence for senior citizens is the Cupola, C-U-P-O-L-A, in Paramus, New Jersey, only about 15 minutes from the George Washington Bridge, where you find a carefree lifestyle of dignity and charm. Owned and managed by the Maloney family, the Cupola provides gracious surroundings where you keep your independence and enjoy companionship and security. At the Cupola, you live free from daily chores, enjoying life at your own pace, with instant access to friends and planned activities. For a nominal monthly fee, you'll enjoy your own studio suite, three superb meals daily, ten acres of beautiful grounds, lounges, libraries, greenhouse, theater, game rooms, maid service, beauty and barbershop. Everything for carefree living, including a fully staffed infirmary. If you're a senior citizen or no one who seeks the good life, visit the Cupola. West 100 Ridgewood Avenue, Paramus, or call 201-444-8200, or write WOR for the Cupola Story brochure.
0: Who in the world has never dreamed that a millionaire, for some unimaginable reason, upon his death would make us his sole heir to a fabulous fortune. A harmless enough daydream for anyone, and certainly one shared by Mike Wilson, the best mechanic Frank Calese ever had at his gas station. An innocent fantasy that Mike is to regret bitterly as destiny deals him a fateful hand in a game that is too far out of his league to play.
2: Way to go, Mike. Way to go. Strike on out and we take all of them off. Come on.
1: One more time, you can do it. Hey,
2: look, Penny, Frank, what do you want? Miracle? Why not? You do them every day. I no. mean like that's four strikes in a row. So
1: you'll make it five. Honey, you got the magic touch.
2: You got the old groove now. Now you got a strikeout to go one pin up for the championship. Federated oil over
1: Sincon gas. I'm counting on you.
2: You think <laughs> a win
1: would hurt my franchise, eh? It's a $200 bonus, honey. Buy us that drawing machine. Okay,
2: if it's for you, Penny, I gotta come through. Here's your ball, champ. Now win this for old Frankie, huh? Like me, old group. Uh, you better hope. Okay, here goes.
1: Hey, you're hey you hey, it! How about that? I love you, Mike. You always come through. Hey, how
2: could he lose? Come on, everybody, the drinks are on me. No, 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 no on me. I was a lucky winner. Ah, lousy two bills. Save it for you and Penny to get married. <laughs> You wait till you hit it really big. Hey, Mike, what are you doing? Letting down the transmission. Why? I'll get Pete to take over. Come on, I need you a moment. Okay, sure. Right there. What is it, Frank? Ah, uh, Mr. McCann on that big foreign job of his. His yeah. RPMs are dropping off, and you know he worries more about that car than he does about the two-time and damn of his. Okay, so I'll have a look. Yeah, I guess he has more worries about the blonde. Uh-huh. He wants someone to run him home first, then bring the car in for services. So why don't you shuck the overalls clean up and just take hey, it? Hey, Frank, that's way out in the valley. Oh, it'll give you a chance to check out on how the car is running. Yeah, but I got a date with Penny, so you'll be a little late. Come on, come on, take a chance. The guy is loaded. <laughs> Maybe he'll slip your century for your trouble. Oh, no, Penny was planning come to on, go on. For old Frank Confederated Oil, huh? With a winner like you, who knows how good it might turn out. Hey, what the devil? Hey, buddy. Hmm? Hey,
4: buddy, you all right? Oh, uh-huh. I'm all right, son. Just a just a
2: dizzy spell. Who are you? Oh, just a guy, Mike Wilson, a grease monkey. Hey, 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 you know you're bleeding? Yeah, I, I must have cut myself when I fell. Are uh, you going into Arco Springs? Yeah, sure, I uh, I work there. Would you give me a lift in? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, maybe I better. You look like you're you're bleeding from the ear there. Huh?
4: Well, if I am, it's the only place they haven't tried to bleed me yet. Yeah,
2: well, come on, come on, get up.
4: Yeah, I'll take you to the hospital in town. Tell... Just get me to town. Then I'll tell you where to take me.
2: How you holding out, Bino? I'm not a hobo. Oh, 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 pardon me. You consider me a bum? Well, I didn't figure you for, you know, billionaire. I mean, uh, baggy old pants, beat-up hat, or sneakers. Who are you, uh, uh, Prince Romanoff? A man is not always what he seems. No skin off my nose. Don't make no never mind to me. You said you were a grease monkey? Yeah. yeah quite a fancy car you're driving. Uh-huh. This dreamboat, it ain't mine. Belongs to some big wheel, lives up on the ridge over the valley, a guy named uh, McCann. I just drove him home. I'm taking this back for a checkup. She needs a good tune-up. Number four cylinder's hanging up a little. Sounds like a lifting rod. Hey, that's pretty good. You hear that right away? I have had some interest in the combustion engine. I'll say this for you. You ain't no ordinary bum. And I'll say this for you. You're no ordinary grease monkey if you service a car like this. Hey, I'm a good mechanic what it's worth. Worth. Should be worth a great deal. What are your ambitions? (laughs) How big can they be for a guy like me? Marry Marry my girl Penny, raise a family, maybe take over Fat Frank's gas station one day. Nothing larger than that. Oh, sure. (laughs) i like to pick up the phone some morning and have this guy say, uh, Hey, uh, Mike Wilson. Works at the uh, Federated Oil there on Wilcom Drive in Arco Springs. And I'll say, like, uh, sure, what's it to you? And he'll say, um, it's what's it to you is more important. This uh, rich guy you wouldn't even know is my client. And he picked your name out of the phone book. And guess what? You're his sole heir to 25 million bucks. (laughs) You'd like that, (laughs) eh? Come
4: on. What would it bring you more than you have now? Outside of money.
5: Oh,
2: well... Me and Penny could get married right away Instead of waiting to save up I could move out of Arco Springs Hit the big time Be a real mechanic, the best in the world Maybe get into auto racing Yeah, there'd be no stopping me You
4: really think it would bring you happiness? I know it Wealth would be that important It would give you more than you have now Hey, what are you? Some kind of philosopher or something? No, no so you believe
2: in the American dream? Uh, I shoot. Hey, uh... Are you all right, mister? I mean, uh... The head? It's all right? Oh, I'm, I'm fine, fine. I just like to talk sometimes, oh. I suppose. When I...
4: Have nothing to lose. And the other person has nothing to gain. Oh, uh, look, uh, we're coming into town now. Uh,
2: I'll take you right to the
4: hospital. No, no, uh... Uh, drop me in back of the Hiltshire Hotel, if you don't mind. Oh,
2: sure. That's easier for me, but...
4: Uh, I now, just you've assume... helped out enough already. Now, uh, what was your name again? Uh, Mike Wilson. Federated Oil
2: Garage on Wilcombe Drive. Mm-hmm. That's right. What's your name, pal? Stanford Spruce. Stanford. <laughs> okay, pal. I guess life handed you a few knocks, so you can have your little laughs. Huh? Yeah. There have been very few in
4: my life. Wealth is not
2: what it seems, young fellow.
4: It's a curse, not a blessing. Yeah, sure. You don't believe me about money? You said it.
2: Can you get out all right? I'll manage. Oh, uh, one further request. Uh, that figures. How much you expect to hit me up for? Is just a quarter if you can spare it. Here. Yeah. Hey, but listen, old timer, you need a little more of a stake, huh? What the hell? It's only money. No, no, a quarter is all I need. Goodbye, Mr. Wilson. Goodbye. Hey, you sure you're all right? Thanks to you. Maybe someday I'll have a chance to pay you back. I won't hold my breath waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he was Stanford Spruce? Yeah. yeah, just like that. But
1: you said he looked like a bomb.
2: Honey, the guy was dirty. He even smelled kind of high. He hadn't had a shave in at least a week. Yeah, he had dirty old baggy pants, a stained old windbreaker, and a pair of sneakers with holes on the outside. <laughs> Hey, hey, did you check in with the hospital just in case? Yeah, man? I thought of that. They never heard of anyone like him.
1: And you gave him money. Come
2: on, Penny, only a lousy quarter. What am I, henpecked before I even get married? Ah, uh, don't knock it, Pally. I've been through two wives. You got someone wants to hold on to what you got, count your blessings. Penny,
1: I didn't mean to sound cheap. It's just you're so, well, you're so darn honest and kind. Mike, anyone can take advantage of you.
2: I don't want anyone. I just want you. No, honey, I love you. Hey, hey, hey. Come on. I mean with Frank. <laughs> hey, don't mind me. I'm all for it. All for everything coming up, Roses, eh? <laughs> I mean, Mike, maybe your old bum really was Stamford Spruce, and one of these here days he will turn up. Sure. And give me my two bits back. <laughs> <laughs> Paper. for it. Who, who is, uh, what, what time is it? Oh, I'm sorry, kid, your day off and all, it's just seven o'clock, but I wanted to be the first to get to you, and I see I am. The first to get to me with what? It just yeah. came out on the radio. Stamford Spruce, he just died. Who? Stamford Spruce, you know, Daddy Warbucks, the guy with all the dough nobody was sure wasn't dead already. Hey, easy, easy, Frank, you're leaving me way behind. W- what's this wing thing all about? Right, would you, would you like to cool off and make some sense? Well, it ain't gonna be easy. I'm so excited. I mean, he made you his heir. He made me his what? His heir to me, his heir. What are you talking about? St- Stanford Spruce left me some money? Yeah, that old bum we all laughed about, remember? Yeah, yeah the, the the one I loaned a quarter. And he promised to pay you back? Well, brother, did he ever end in spades? I tell you, he made you his heir. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You told me. He left me some money. Gee, Gee, I'm sorry about the poor old guy Yeah, never mind about him, think of yourself Mike Wilson, baby, you're a millionaire A what? Well, according to the radio, he left you an estate People figured something over, well, oh, way over a billion dollars Holy cow, a million bucks? I didn't say million, I said billion B, baby, like in bucks Uh, uh, I, I, I'm gonna hang up now, Frank Because I think I'm gonna throw up Be asleep. I, I mean, this is a crazy scene. I, I mean, man, this is way far out.
4: You said it was what you wanted, Mike. Who's that? That old bum you picked up and befriended. I told you who I was, but you didn't believe me.
5: Well, I, I mean, who would have
2: is it the way it happened?
4: I warned you that money can't buy happiness.
2: Hey, who are you kidding? You gotta be without any to know that's a bunch of bull.
4: Very well, Mike. Find out for yourself. But don't ever
0: say, I didn't tell you so. So there it is. A simple proposition. As old as time. And Mm. as fresh as the obituary page in today's newspapers. Particularly the ones of recent vintage. Let's see how it works out in Mike Wilson's case as soon as I can return with Act Two.
6: Now you'll never miss an episode of your favorite soap opera, even if you're miles away from a television. Hi, Pat Summerall here to tell you True Value Hardware Stores offer the General Electric FM AM Portable Radio with TV sound for VHF channels 2 through 13. Now, if you can't see your favorite TV program, you can do the next best thing. Listen to it wherever you are. The GE TV band radio is convenient to carry with you, and you can either plug it in or switch to battery operation. And it comes with an earphone, so you can listen without disturbing others. True Value Hardware Stores... Also offer a radio that makes the hardest part of the day. Waking up in the morning a little bit easier. The GE FM AM clock radio wakes you to music or alarm. The snooze alarm lets you doze for a few minutes and then wakes you up again. And the lighted clock and radio dials are easy to read in a dark room. General electric radios are just some of the values at participating True Value hardware stores. And remember, tell them Pat Summerall sent you.
5: Make a note of the date, Sunday, September 12th, because that's the day fall excitement begins in Newsday. Yes, fall's just about here, and with it, a host of new and exciting features are coming in Newsday. It all starts this Sunday with these special features.
4: Fall TV Preview.
5: It's the annual special issue of Newsday's full-color TV book, featuring a day-by-day rundown of the new TV season.
1: Pro Football Preview.
5: A team-by-team report on the National Football League, with special articles on the Jets and Giants.
6: Confessions of Marvin Kittman.
5: Newsday's TV critic has something to confess, and it's going to take a series of six hilarious articles to do it.
6: Voter's Guide.
5: A four-page pullout section on the New York state and local primaries. This Sunday and in the weeks ahead, there's a lot happening in Newsday. Long Island's own newspaper.
3: There's no mystery to the fabulous flavor of real imported Polish ham. And with picnics and leisurely outdoor dining, you'll want to keep an extra can of Krakus or Atalanta hams right in your refrigerator. They're fully cooked, always easy to prepare. So say goodbye to cooking over a hot stove when you'd rather be out having fun. How do you do it? Just slice Polish ham for delicious sandwiches. Pilot on Cool Salads, Cubit for casseroles. Any way you serve at Carcass or Atalanta, always make delightful, ready-to-eat, and enjoyable meals. They are conveniently packed in two, three, five, and seven-pound tins, or ask for any quantity you need sliced from a large twelve-pound size. Imported for the past twenty-five years by the New York Commodities Corporation, you'll love the convenience. Your family and guests will love its great taste. Available at ShopRite and other fine supermarkets. <laughs>
0: The death of a tycoon is front-page news. But when it is the death of a nation's mystery man, a self-made recluse with a lifestyle beyond the average man's conception, not for its magnificence, but for its asceticism, it is a story which is not as old as yesterday's newspaper because it occupies the headlines day after day. And when his heir is someone he scarcely knew... The enormous, voracious pressure of the hungry media, fed by the demands of its readers, its listeners, and its viewers, is something beyond belief until it has been experienced.
2: Hello. Yeah, no, no, look, I can't talk now. Oh, what's the use? No, look, I'm sorry, doesn't live here anymore. Oh, you leave it off the hook, otherwise a guy could go nuts. Ah, Gee, I got to call Frank. Frank, service station. Oh, Frank, it's Mike. Oh, sure, sure, we got a tow truck. Hey, what do you say, kid, how's it going? Frank, I'm going out of my bird here. I I had to take the phone off the hook, I, I... Look, I just wanted to say uh, about coming into work. Hey, hey, hey show around here. This place is like canned camera or One of the conventions. We're covered like a tent. Stay under wraps. Look, Frank, I got two tune-ups, a head job, and a whole new carburetor chain I want to set in for Mr. Roberts. How can I do that without coming in? Kid, don't you know where you're at. You don't have to get your hands dirty for the rest of your life. You got it made. Hey, how about a loan so I can buy out of this lousy franchise and
1: own this station free and clean? I want to keep talking to you, Mike, but this is on company time. To hell with the company. I'll buy it so I can talk to you. Honey, I shouldn't tie up the phone. Why not? Don't you know I could buy out the phone company tomorrow if I felt like it? Mike, have you been drinking? No, but I order. All my friends order. Don't you know you're talking to a millionaire? I mean, haven't you read the papers?
2: Oh, no. Who needs it? Take a powder, Jack, whoever you are. Okay, okay. Who is it? Amos Key. I have to talk to you. Why? I am an attorney. Mr. Spruce's attorney. Stand in front of the people. Just let me make sure you're alone. I am standing there already. What do you want? I don't want anything. I think you need me. A lawyer. Okay. I guess you tabbed it. Uh, Hold it a moment. Uh, Come on in. Welcome to the crazy farm. Thank you, and let's get the door closed fast. Yeah, don't worry, brother. I see your phone is off the hook. Well, if it wasn't, I'd be off my trolley. I can imagine. I've been trying to reach you by phone all morning. So is the rest of the country. What's your problem, Mr... Keane. K-E-A-N-E. My immediate problem is you. How come? I... I am not a young man, Mr. Wilson. Would you mind if I sat down? No, no, no. Of course not. Be my guest. Have you any conception of what it's like downstairs? Take a look out the window. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Ah, holy, Madrid it's is getting worse and worse. Yes. And that's only the beginning. Three TV networks and cameras, the press photographers, interested bystanders, neighbors, deadbeats, and get-rich-quick operators who want to make you richer, police, to say nothing of the ladies in all shapes, sizes, and total availability. The life that Stanford Spruce lived. How do you like the mantle he has laid on your shoulders? I don't know. I never asked for any of it. I mean, not to say I wouldn't like to have a crack at being rich. Who wouldn't? But whew, who needs this much? How much is this much? Well, I listen on the radio, and they talk like it's over a billion dollars. I, I can't even imagine anything like that. You don't have to. You mean, you mean there's something wrong with the will, or like that? No, no. Oh, it will possibly be contested, but we can take that up in good time. At first, let's get the whole picture. There is, technically, of course, that amount of money. But in practice, there isn't, of course. What do you mean? Over half the estate is in trust for various charity or humanitarian grants. A medical foundation, church donations, grants and education, etc., etc. But the residue of the estate, aside from a few personal bequests to servants and various items of personal property and so on, is left to you. Hmm. You will still be a very rich man. How rich is rich? Oh, after taxes, I would say in the neighborhood of 25 to 30 million dollars. Hey, that's a real nice neighborhood. I'd settle for that. Oh, but not for that. One of the prices you have to pay. Look, go away. I don't care who you are. Please, just go away.
5: Mike, it's Penny.
2: Penny? Are you alone? Yes. Okay. Half a sec. Uh, it's, It's my girlfriend. Oh, Mike.
1: That's a crazy mob downstairs.
2: How did you get through?
1: I didn't. I mean, I, I ducked around to the alley and back, and then the super's wife let me in the back door.
2: Oh, oh, uh, excuse me, Penny. Uh, this this is Mr. Keene. He's, uh, well, he was Mr. Spruce's lawyer. Uh,
1: how do you do, Miss... Uh... Miller,
2: how are you, Mr. Keene? Well, that is a moot point. There are a lot of difficult days ahead for both myself and your fiancée. What do you mean? We have a lot of planning to do. The first thing to do is to get you a hideout. I have that arranged already. Hey, 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 wait a minute. What do you mean a hideout? I mean we have to get you out of circulation for the next six months or so till all the legal ramifications are settled. Six months? Are you kidding? I got a job. I I, I got people depending on me to keep their cars My in shape. My dear Mr. Wilson, you don't expect to go back to being a mechanic. Why not?
1: Oh, Mike, honey. Things are all different now. I mean, don't you see? Oh, nothing's ever going to be the same again. Of course
2: it is. I'm not changed. But your life has. You are now in the public eye. And you're going to have to fight very hard ever to have any kind of a private life again. Now, Miss Miller, you can help us. Oh, how? I have a car and some security men waiting around the corner. I want you to go downstairs and tell everyone outside that you are Mr. Wilson's fiance. Hey, no, no, no and, hold it, hold it. I don't want to make any use of Penny. Uh, I can go down myself. Not quite. Yet, Mr. Wilson. You're not ready to be interviewed. Take my word for it. Oh,
1: honey, I don't mind, really. Let me help. Now,
2: that's the spirit, eh? Now, you tell everyone that Mr. Wilson has agreed to come down and be interviewed with his lawyer, Mr. Amos Keene. That's me, of course. Just keep them occupied long enough for Mr. Wilson and myself to slip out by the back door and get away. Away where? The secret hideout I have arranged for you. Or well, what about my clothes? My, my my things? I'm not packed. May I remind you again that you are a very rich man. Everything will be provided. You will want for nothing. Or would you rather go down and let that mob pull you apart?
1: Oh, listen to Mr. Keene, honey. Really, they're, they're kind of crazy down there. It's a real big story, you know?
2: Yeah, so big deal. I got to face the whole thing sooner or later... Now, so let's get it over with. Oh, and uh, no dice on the hideout, Mr. Keene. I had hoped you would have more sense. However, it has to be done one way or another.
1: What? That, uh, that,
2: That's a gun. Indeed it is. And it contains very real bullets. And although I despise handling firearms, I am an expert. Now, listen to me carefully, both of you. We are going downstairs and out the back exit. And for Miss Miller's sake, let us hope there is no trouble. A simple matter of selection. But if there is, she would be the first to go. Hiya, boss. What do you say this morning, huh? I say one of these days, Barney, I'm going to try to take you out. (laughs) Now, don't try it, huh? I mean, you wouldn't stand a chance. Anything would be better than being hung up in this... Flush lined prison. Ah, come on, it ain't so bad. I mean, look, Bloody Marys in a pitcher.
4: them Eggs Benny or whatever you call them, and all like that. What more could a guy want?
2: Freedom. We're only trying to protect you. Like we'd done the same for the guy before you. This is the kind of life he lived. Well, he didn't go for Bloody Marys. Yeah, well, neither do I at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. How about I pour some coffee? Huh? Okay, okay, go ahead. I could use a cup. Now, you guys... You guys kept Stanford Spruce locked up in solitary? Oh, no. He was, like, a uh, kind of nut, you know. The way he wanted it. Yeah, but it isn't the way I want it. So what's the deal, huh? You gotta go by the big wheel. The wheel? You mean Spruce? He calls the shots. Anything more I can do for you? Yeah. Yeah, you can tell Amos I want to
4: see him. Oh, well, that I could do, buddy, anytime. That I could do. I mean, uh, you want to come down to cases... You are the man. I mean, you're the bottom line. You gotta foot the payroll.
2: Well, I won't need you, Barney, but, but don't be far off. Okay, Mr. Keene, whatever you say. All right, Mike. You called this conference? Conference? That's for laughs. I called you in, Amos, because I've had it. I want out of stir. I want to run my own life. I'm through having you do it for me. I've only been trying to protect you. You're lying. All the way. This is cards on the table time. The way I'm starting to figure is that what I most need protection from is you, not anyone else. Okay, so I'm going to offer you a new deal. I am always ready to listen to any proposition. Okay, then you ought to buy this one. I just want out. Okay, I want my girl, my identity, and my life back. So... I figured just how that could be done. <laughs> Did you now? Yeah. How? I should have seen it right from the start. I didn't need to turn up anyone's air. I was doing fine, just the way I wanted to, by myself. So, we make it nice and legal. I'm turning down the inheritance. Who needs it? I want to go back to what I was. Oh, yes. I suppose I was afraid that it might come to this, but I'd hope not. The answer is No. What do you mean, no? My dear naive young man, we are fiddling with an empire here, but unlike Nero, I have no intention of letting it go up in smoke. I am more than aware that other wills may turn up, but there may be litigation over this one that exists. But it is the one I am going to see through probate for two excellent reasons. First, because you were its best witness, because you could not conceivably have exercised any coercion. And second, aside from a matter of a few million dollars that are neither here nor there, it leaves me in total control of the estate. Oh, no, Mr. Wilson, you will do exactly as you are told. And you will cause no trouble about this will. You will accept your inheritance without question at a special press conference that I have arranged for you tomorrow. Look, you can't dictate to me. There's a lot more than money at stake here. Life is also part of the settlement. You couldn't kill me. Oh, I could. Or have it done. But that wouldn't serve my purpose. Fortunately, I have a better lever to make you behave. Miss Penny Miller. You wouldn't
0: want anything to happen to her now, would you? So Mike Wilson is now learning the very simple fact... That money, far from not being able to buy happiness, it frequently buys just the opposite. I shall return shortly with Act Three. Do you have a taste for things that are a little out of the ordinary? Look, Doris, it has a clock in its stomach and it glows in the dark. I think we should snap it up, Dick. Do you like things that are fun but are also functional?
1: Look, Dick, this is fun. Uh Uh-huh,
0: but is it functional, Doris? Do you want to be the talk of the town? Oh,
1: Dick and Doris, we were just talking about you.
0: Then the Opel Isuzu is your kind of car. It's not ordinary, it's fun but functional, and people will talk about it. Did you
2: hear what Dick and Doris bought?
0: The Opel Isuzu, a dandy new small car at your Buick Oval dealers.
2: Join the Pace,
5: Radio Citizens Band. It's the
4: greatest band in the land. Pace with your pace, you've got the world by
5: the ears. Don't join up with just any Citizens Band. Get state-of-the-art CB design from Pace, a
2: pioneer in solid-state CB. You've got the world by the ears. Pace can update the 23 channel you buy today to a 40 channel. Ask
3: your dealer. Right now, the finest of the thoroughbreds are racing at Belmont Park's Ball Championship meeting. Every day but Sunday, you can see some of the fastest animals in the world proving they have the speed and heart to be become champions. This Saturday, the $75,000 Futurity Stakes will match the top two-year-olds. Plus, Belmont's backyard bandstand will feature Lionel Hampton and his orchestra. Great racing, great music, all for the $2 grandstand admission and just a short ride from almost anywhere in the metropolitan area. The thrill of watching your horse win beats hearing or reading about it any day. It's the excitement of Belmont's Fall Championship meeting. To feel it, you've got to see it. Hey,
5: Mom, what's for dinner? Hey, Mom, what you got?
3: What's for dinner? Your ShopRite supermarket has the answer. ShopRite grade A turkeys, 10 to 14 pound hens, just 45 cents a pound. First cut beef chuck steaks, 49 cents a pound. Fresh ground chuck, any size package, 89 cents a pound. ShopRite Franks for your barbecue, just 69 cents a pound. You'll find a wide selection of cold cuts to serve on ShopRite's white bread. 20-ounce loaves, 3 for 85 cents. And ShopRite's produce department is featuring sweet, large-size honeydew melons, just 89 cents each. For dinner, for barbecues, for any meal, ShopRite has the answer.
5: She does all that she can do. She lets ShopRite do the rest. Hey, ma, what's for dinner? ShopRite has the
0: answer. Mike Wilson's life has become a plush-lined nightmare. He has only to crook a finger to have any of the luxuries of life except the things he really wants. Friendship, love, freedom. Amos Keene can't afford to allow him those, or his own position as kingpin of the huge Spruce Empire would be threatened. Mike, in his sumptuous hideout, wherever it is, guarded night and day, is effectively cut off from all his past. And his dreams at night are tortured by the remembrance of the man who gave him a fortune. you said? Sure, sure. I said it was a
2: bunch of bull. Still feel the same way? You know I don't. The way it turned out, I I don't want the money. I mean, I mean, how do I get rid of it? You
4: give it away.
2: Yeah, I tried that.
4: Would you believe it? So did I. For so many reasons, it isn't so easy as it seems.
2: What am I going to do? You got me into this. Get me out.
4: I thought it would be nice once I was dead to sit and watch someone else turn slowly on the spit. But now I'm sorry. I'll try. That's the best I can say I'll do.
2: I'll try. Hey, Spruce. Spruce, look, look. Look, hold it a minute, huh? Look. Are you having a bad dream of something, boss? Uh, Can I get you some, a drink, something to eat? Well, what are you doing here, Barney? Just my job. I gotta look after you. Yeah, in more ways than one. Brother, if I ever get the chance... Oh, you
4: won't. I ain't got so much brains.
2: But this, what I do, there's no one better. Look, look, what's the point, Barney? You call me boss, but you take orders from Amos Keene. He signs the payroll. I want to talk to my boss. Who's that, cousin? Frankie Calisi, Best guy ever come down the pike. Fat Frankie. Is that him? No. I want to talk to my girl, too. Penny Miller. Fat Frankie? Yeah. Penny. Right. I'll check it out with Mr. King. Yeah. And uh, Barney. Uh, yeah? Just for last. Tell him if I don't get to talk with them, how's about the police? Some things ain't funny. I'll do you a favor. I won't pass on that last crack. Ah, what kind of a clown are you, Pete? That Davis tune up as a rollover in the engine could shake your teeth loose. Check it out, huh? Hello, Frank. You... Huh? Oh, hey, Penny, you looking for me.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to phone. But... Yeah, hey,
2: I know, I know. Phone's tied up something awful since Mike's been out. Everybody's got complaints.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I took my lunch hour to come over. Uh is there some place where we could talk?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me five minutes to wash up and put on a jacket, and we'll cut out to the horse's neck down the street. If we're lucky, maybe we wouldn't have to fight the jukebox. I
1: just can't believe it of Mike, Frank.
2: No, I wouldn't have believed it neither, kid. I guess he just figures he's out of our class now.
1: Has he been in touch with you at all?
2: Well, first day after news and all, he called. Sounded like his old self Dan. What about you?
1: Yeah, that day, you know, the same day, I... Well, I saw him at the old apartment. He had this fancy-type lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the crowd that was around here and at Mike's apartment and... Well, how they were badgering him and all. So this lawyer guy, he asked me to go down and say that Mike and he would be down to make a statement... To the TV and radio and press guys.
2: Yeah, so, Anne.
1: Well, I went down because I knew I was just covering so they could slip out the back way. Well, I thought Mike was going to get in touch with me and let me know where he was going to be at... But he didn't. No. No, he just never called. Well, after that press conference, I mean, he called me one time, but he was like a, a stranger. I mean, but Frank, we were, you know, we were kind of being married.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure, I know. You don't have to tell me, kid. <laughs> I loved a guy like a brother. I never told you, but you know what my wedding present was going to be? No. I was going to make him a full partner. Oh, no, Frank. Ah, listen, no big deal. The guy deserved it. He made the old station. Know what I mean? Personality, the work he did. Ah, oh, Penny, you couldn't find a finer mechanic this side of the Indiana pits. I mean, he was something special, like 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 an artist, like... Uh... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought he was something pretty special, too. Well, I guess that's what Mr. Spruce saw in him. You know why he left him
2: the, the money? Sure, he left him a bundle I guess neither of us could handle. Like it's too big. I just hope...
1: What? You just hope what, Frank?
2: I hope it ain't too big for him to handle either. You wanted to see me, Mike? Yeah, that's right. I think it's time for a showdown. Oh, well, then if we're going to talk business, will you join me in a cigar? No, no, no. No thanks. Only place I'm smoking is inside. Oh well, I'm sorry to hear that. Haven't you been made comfortable enough? We're not talking about comfort, just about who runs this ship. I think it's about. Hey, hey, what kind of a guy are you? What oh, is for, that? Watch out! Watch out! Oh, don't try anything stupid. You're covered by more than one gun right where you sit. No, 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 no. I was just trying to put out the mask. I am perfectly capable of handling it. That. It was burning your hand. I mean, didn't you feel... My that? dear boy, your concern is most affecting, but I think you can credit me with enough sense not to get my fingers burned. I've spent a lifetime making sure of that. <laughs> now, what is it you want? Just out is all. I've told you that it's quite impossible for the moment. Why? Let us say we are a pyramid turned upside down. You are the apex. For the moment, we have to balance on you. Nothing must be allowed to upset that balance. Once the will has been accepted and I am firmly established as executor, then you will no longer be necessary. Just what does that mean? If you behave yourself, follow orders, cooperate, then your future may be quite secure. As secure as Stanford Spruce's turn out to be? That was a different situation. Accident interfered. Yeah, you mean he died without your permission. Something like that. When I first met Stanford Spruce, he was 22 years old. He was worth maybe half a million. With a lousy little company, his family had left him. Under my management, he built himself into a massive conglomerate worth two to three billion. I was Spruce Enterprises. I made the legend. Nobody is going to take that empire from me. Certainly not an accident like you. Barney, you can come in. Mr. Wilson is ready to leave. However, every effort will be made to make you comfortable in the interim. Oh, come, come, come. I don't want your stay here to be an unpleasant one. Please be sure that when the time comes, you will be well taken care of. May we shake hands on it? We better not. You insult me? That wasn't the idea for the moment. It's just uh, some blister you got where you burned your hand. Huh? (laughs) For heaven's sake, I did burn myself. Yeah. Look, uh, I still don't know what my future is. Oh, well, as long as you bring that up. I think as the saying goes, the natives are getting restless once more. We should have another press conference. You mean I'm going to get out on a leash again? If you're a good boy... uh... Good boy, my foot... Look, I want to see my girl, Penny. I want to see my friend, Frank. If you want to see either of them again, ever, you will have to be a good boy.
1: Frank, you saw him on TV at that news conference. You heard what he said.
2: Yeah, yeah, Penny, I heard.
1: He's going away for six months till that will is all settled. Did you watch him? He doesn't... I don't know. He doesn't look like himself or or sound like himself. It's like... Frank. Frank, do you think he could be in some kind of danger?
2: Well, like like what?
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe this is crazy, but... Frank, do you ever get a notion that ever since... You know, ever since that old guy left him all that money, that you were being followed?
2: Well, uh, why?
1: Because I do. Because I'm sure
2: of it. Ah, you've seen too many movies, kid. Frank,
1: I am not kidding. I think something's going on. I think that Mike is in danger. And I'm ready to go to the police. With
2: what, Penny? What could you say to them?
1: I don't know. Just what I feel. Do me
2: a favor, kid, and yourself don't.
1: So you're scared too, huh? They have been following you. Oh. Whoever they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think... So you do think Mike's in danger... But from what?
2: Search me, baby. I just know it's way out of our league. We better keep our noses clean.
1: Well, I'm not just going to say that. Penny, down, honey,
2: but... listen to me. I'm telling you. You'd never make it to the cops.
1: Well, then, what are we going to do?
2: Wake up, Mike. Huh? Wake up. Who's asleep?
4: You are. At least half under. Otherwise, I couldn't talk to
2: you. Huh? What are you back for? To tell me money isn't everything to say I told you so? I am back to try to apologize. Yes. That lot of good that does. It's too late. Not quite.
4: I have one last bequest, which was a hidden one in my will. It will make up to you, I hope, for what has happened, and give you back a chance at a freedom I never had the courage to take.
2: What do you mean? ...without knowing
4: it. Yes. The second was a complete loss of pain in my upper torso... ...as though a protective shawl was wrapped around my shoulders. The result was some dizziness. A fall such as I had had when you found me. And very quickly...
2: ...death. Amos Keene. The other day, he burned his hand... And at the news conference, several times the news people tapped him on the shoulder and he didn't even notice. Holy... You mean you left him the disease that killed you? feelings to spare for that cold old fish. If he hadn't died suddenly when he did, by the time the will went through probate, I'd have been the one who got knocked Little off. Mike. Oh, so we're lucky it didn't happen. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do with all that doing out jump? Well, uh, first off, I'm buying out the franchise here so you and me can go have Wait a minute, wait a minute. That was going to be my wedding present. You can give me a better one. Uh, a whole month off for Penny and me is honeymoon enough, huh?
1: Mike, listen, I... I can't marry you
2: now. What? Hey, listen, I already bought the house and all the furniture. Anyway, I got down payments. If you decide you like everything, what what do you mean you can't marry me? I don't know
1: how to say it, Mike. I'm just not made for... Well, I mean, for money like that and and that kind of life. I just wouldn't fit in. You'd be ashamed of me.
5: The day I'm ashamed of you won't ever come around. Can you see me made for silks and and satins and
2: top hats, all that jazz? Ah, forget it. All I'm taking from the old man is like what I mentioned already. The rest of it is going back to charities or, or to take care of making sure all the little people invested in his companies don't get hurt because he died off or, or because of that crook Amos Keene. From now on, we're back just where we started. You, me, <laughs> and good old Fat Frank. Yeah, like them musketeers you yeah, see sitting on a TV. Right, yeah. like plain ordinary people. <laughs> You got enough to eat, you keep a roof over your head, you have a few laughs, and a little put by for a rainy day, huh? Who needs money? The rest of life, you can't buy. You gotta live it.
0: So, if unexpectedly your phone rings one day, or a letter arrives in the mail, and you learn that you are a surprise heir to a fortune, stop and think twice before you accept it. Not that I think you won't, for this was, after all, only a story. And how many billionaires are there to go around? I'll be back shortly.
4: Tired of the and sprays that seem to miss their mark? Want something powerful you can put on in the dark? Shift. The English Leather Stick. The stick shift is on. The English Leather's
2: got the stick that'll always protect you. With the English Leather said they'll never forget you. I shift to the English Leather Stick good reasons to shift from an expensive deodorant spray to English leather deodorant stick.
4: One! English leather goes right where you want it, so there's no waste. Two! It's, it's concentrated to give powerful protection. But the best reason of all is right under your nose! The famous Fresh Queen scent of English leather. English leather's got the stick that'll always protect you. With the English leather scent, they'll never forget you. are shipped to the
2: English leather stick, the stick ship. Look for the English leather deodorant stick and your favorite toiletries counter.
1: I want that sinus medicine. Mm, A headache tablet? No. The sinus medicine that relieves headache and congestion, internal sinus pressure, and post-nasal drip. You mean sign-off. Exactly. Compare sign off to any
2: other sinus tablet. You'll find no sinus tablet you can buy relieves more symptoms. When you take sign off tablets, you get a full dose of pure aspirin plus a powerful sinus drainer to help sinus pain while you drain. And for the fastest known form of sinus congestion relief, there's sign off sinus spray. S I N E O F F. Sinoff. Take when needed, only as directed. Always insist on sign off.
1: A sinus medicine that relieves headache and congestion, internal sinus pressure, and post-nasal drip. You mean sign tablets? Exactly. Sign-off the sinus medicines in the bright red box. S-I-N-E-O-F-F.
0: Thoughts at the closing. A quotation from Isaac Walton. Look to your health, and if you have it, praise it next to a good conscience. For health is the second blessing that we mortals are capable of. A blessing money cannot buy. On the other hand, just to balance the scales, from the Bible. Wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. Take your choice. Our cast included Paul Hecht, Morgan Fairchild, Ian Martin, and Leon Janney. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and True Value Hardware Stores. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time... Pleasant
3: dreams. Tonight's Mystery Theater was also brought to you in part by ShopRite Supermarkets, where you get a lot more for a little less. The preceding program was furnished by CBS Radio. It takes a lot of ingredients to fix or build a car, like cooking, but without the frozen dinner easy way out eBay Motors has 122 million parts. It's always the right fitment, so you can follow any recipe to a T. Whether it's a vintage Italian coupe that's classic like grandma's meatballs or a German luxury car that's as complicated as Oma's Rouladen, to cook up something great in the garage, use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.